introduction to a collection of ballads this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver bc a collection of ballads edited by andrew lang introduction when the learned first gave serious attention to popular ballads from the time of percy to that of scott they labored under certain disabilities the comparative method was scarcely understood and was little practiced editors were content to study the ballads of their own countryside or at most of great britain teutonic and northern parallels to our ballads were then adducted as by scott and jameson it was later that the ballads of europe from the pharaohs to modern greece were compared with our own with european marchen or children's tales and with the popular songs dances and traditions of classical and savage peoples the results of this more recent comparison may be briefly stated poetry begins as aristotle says in improvisation every man is his own poet and in moments of strong motion expresses himself in song a typical example is the song of la Marche in genesis i have slain a man to my wounding and a young man to my hurt instances perpetually occur in the sagas grettir eagle scarpenden are always singing in kidnapped mr stevenson introduces the song of the sword of allen a fine example of celtic practice words and air are beaten out together in the heart of victory in the same way the women sang improvised dirges like helen lullabies like the lullaby of dan in similides and flower songs as in modern italy every function of life war agriculture the chase had its appropriate magical and mimetic dance and song as in finland among red indians and among australian blacks the deeds of men were chanted by heroes as by achilles stories were told in alternate verse and prose girls like homer's narcissia accompanied dance and ball play priests and medicine men accompanied rites and magical ceremonies by songs these practices are world-wide and world-old the thoroughly popular songs thus evolved became the rude material of a professional class of minstrels when these arose as in the heroic age of greece a minstrel might be attached to a court or a noble or he might go wandering with song and harp among the people in either case this class of men developed more regular and ample measures they evolved in the hexameter the
the lazay of the chansons de guest the strange technicalities of scandinavian poetry the metres of vedic hymns the choral odes of greece the narrative popular chant became in their hands the epic or medieval rhymed romance the metre of improvised verse changed into the artistic lyric these lyric forms were fixed in many cases by the art of writing but poetry did not remain solely in professional and literary hands the medieval minstrels and jongleurs who may best be studied in leon gautier's introduction to his epopies francais sang in court and camp the poorer less regular brethren of the art harped and played conjuring tricks in farm and grange or at street corners the foreign newer meters took the place of the old alliterative english verse but unprofessional men and women did not cease to make and sing some writers have decided among them mr courthope that our traditional ballads are degraded popular survivals of literary poetry the plots and situations of some ballads are indeed the same as those of some literary medieval romances but these plots and situations in epic and romance are themselves the final literary form of marchen myths and inventions originally popular and still in certain cases extent into popular form among races which have not yet evolved or borrowed the ampler and more polished and complex genres of literature thus when a literary romance and a ballad have the same theme the ballad may be a popular degradation of the romance or it may be the original popular shape of it still surviving in tradition a well-known case in prose is that of the french fairy tales perrot in sixteen ninety seven borrowed these from tradition and gave them literary and courtly shape but sandrillon or chaperon rouge in the month in the mouth of a french peasant is apt to be the old traditional version uncontaminated by the refinements of perrault despite perrault's immense success and circulation thus tradition preserves pre-literary forms even though on occasion it may borrow from literature peasant poets have been authors of ballads without being for all that professional minstrels many such poems survive in our ballad literature the material of the ballad may be either romantic or hysterical the former class is based on one of the prim primeval invented situations one of the elements of the machern in prose such tales or myths occur in the stories of savages in the legends of peasants are interwoven later with the plot in epic or romance and may also inspire ballads popular superstitions the witch metamorphosis the returning ghost the fairy 
all of them survivals of the earliest thought naturally play a great part the historical ballad on the other hand has a basis of resounding fact murder battle or fire raising but the facts being derived from popular rumor are immediately corrupted and distorted sometimes out of all knowledge good examples are the ballads on darnley's murder and the youth of james the sixth in the romantic class we may take tamerlane here the idea of fairies stealing children is thoroughly popular they also steal young men as lovers and again men may win fairy brides by clinging to them through all transformations a classical example is the seizure of thetis by Pelus, and the child quotes a modern cretian example the dipping in milk and water i may add has precedent in ancient egypt in the two brothers and in modern senegambia the fairy tax tithe or tenant paid to hell is illustrated by old trials for witchcraft in scotland now in literary forms and romance as in ogre de danois persons are carried away by the fairy king or queen but here the literary romance borrows from popular superstition the ballad has no need to borrow a familiar fact from literary romance on the whole subject the curious may consult the secret commonwealth of elves fauns and fairies by the rev robert kirk of aberfoyle himself according to tradition a victim of the fairies thus in tamlane the whole donnay is popular but the current version that of scott is contaminated as scott knew by incongruous modernisms burns version from tradition already localizes the events at charterha the junction of ettrick and yarrow but burns version does not make the earl of murray father of the hero nor the earl of march father of the heroine roxborough is the hero's father in burns variant which is more plausible and the modern verses do not occur this ballad apparently owes nothing to literary romance in mary hamilton we have a notable instance of the historical ballad no marie of mary stuart's suffered death for child murder she had no marie hamilton no marie carmichael among her four maries though a lady of the latter name was at her court but early in the reign a french woman of the queen was hanged with her paramour an apothecary for slaying her infant knox mentions the fact which is also recorded in letters from the english ambassador uncited by mr child knox adds that there were ballads against the maries now in march seventeen nineteen a mary hamilton of scots descent a maid of honour of catherine of russia was hanged for child murder child v i three eight three it has therefore been supposed first by charles kirkpatrick sharp long ago 
later by professor child and then by mr carthope that our ballad is of seventeen nineteen or later and deals with the russian not the scotch tragedy to this we may reply one that we have no example of such a throwing back of a contemporary event in ballads two there is a version child v i i 507 in which mary hamilton's parmoir is a pottinger or apothecary as in the real old scottish affair three the number of variants of a ballad is likely to be proportionate to its antiquity and wide distribution now only sir patrick spens has so many wildly different variants as mary hamilton these could hardly have been evolved between seventeen nineteen and seventeen ninety when burns quotes the poem as an old ballad for we have no example of a poem so much in the old ballad manner for perhaps a hundred and fifty years before seventeen nineteen the style first degraded and then expired compare rob roy and killiecrankie in this collection also the ballads of loudon hill the battle of philippa and others much earlier than seventeen nineteen new styles of popular poetry on contemporary events as sheriff muir and tranient bray have arisen five the extreme historic inaccuracy of mary hamilton is paralleled by that of all the ballads on real events the mention of the pottinger is a trace of real history which has no parallel in the russian affair and there is no room says professor child for the supposition that it was voluntarily inserted by receiver or copyist to tally with the narrative in knox's history on the other side we have the name of mary hamilton occurring in a tragic event of seventeen nineteen but then the name does not uniformly appear in the variants of the ballad the lady is there spoken of generally as mary hamilton but also as mary mile lady masery as daughter of the duke of york stuart as mary mild and so forth though she bids sailors carry the tale of her doom she is not abroad but in edinburgh town nothing can be less probable than a scots popular ballad maker in seventeen nineteen telling the tale of a yesterday's tragedy in russia should throw the time back by a hundred and fifty years should change the scene to scotland the heart of the sorrow would be mary's exile and above all should compose a ballad in a style long obsolete this is not the method of the popular poet and such imitations of the old ballad as hardinut show that literary poets of seventeen nineteen had not knowledge or skill enough to mimic the antique manner with any success
we may therefore even in face of professor child regard mary hamilton as an old example of popular perversion of history in ballad not as one of the very latest and also one of the very best of scottish popular ballads rob roy shows the same power of perversion it was not rob roy but his sons robin oig who shot mclaren at the plough tail and james moore alternatively the spy the jacobite and the hanoverian spy once more who carried off the heiress edinbelly indeed a kind of added epilogue in a different measure proves that a poet was aware of the facts and wished to correct his predecessor such then are ballads in relation to legend and history they are on the whole with exceptions absolutely popular in origin composed by men of the people for the people and then diffused among and altered by popular reciters in england they soon won their way into printed stall copies and were grievously handled and moralized by the hack editors no ballad has a stranger history than the loving ballad of lord bateman illustrated by the pencils of cruikshank and thackeray their form is a ludicrous cockney perversion but it retains the essence bateman a captive of this turk is beloved by the turk's daughter a staple incident of old french romance and by her released the lady after seven years rejoins lord bateman he has just married a local bride but orders another marriage and sends home his bride in a coach and three this incident is stereotyped in the ballads and occurs in an example in the romantic now lord bateman is young belky in the scottish ballads who becomes young beechen young beechem and so forth and has adventures identical with those of lord bateman though the proud porter in the scots version is scarcely so prominent and illustrious as motherwell saw becky becken buchan bateman is really becket gilbert becket father of thomas of canterbury every one has heard how his saccharine bride sought him in london robert of gloucester's life and martyrdom of thomas becket pierce society see child's introduction for i eighteen sixty one and motherwell's ministry page fifteen eighteen twenty seven the legend of the dissolved marriage is from the common stock of ballad lore motherwell found an example in the state of cante fable alternate prose and verse like alcuin and nicolette thus the cockney rhyme descends from the twelfth century such are a few of the curiosities of a ballad the examples selected are chiefly chosen for the romantic charm and for the spirit of the border raids which they record 
a few notes are added in an appendix the text is chosen from among the many variants in child's learned but still unfinished collection and an effort has been made to choose the copies which contain most poetry with most signs of uncontaminated originality in a few cases sir walter scott's versions though confessedly made up are preferred perhaps the editor may be allowed to say that he does not merely plough with professor child's heifer but has made a study of ballads from his boyhood this fact may exempt him even in the eyes of two patriotic american critics from the common blame of plagiarity indeed as professor child has not yet published his general theory of the ballad the editor does not know whether he agrees with the ideas here set forth so far the editor has written when news came of professor child's regretted death he had lived to finish it is said the vast collection of all known traditional scottish and english ballads with all accessible variants a work of great labor and research and a distinguished honor to american scholarship we are not told however that he had written a general study of the topic which his conclusions as to the evolution and diffusion of the ballads as to the influences which directed the selection of certain themes of marchand for poetic treatment and the processes by which identical ballads were distributed throughout europe no one it is to be feared is left in europe at least whose knowledge of the subject is so wide and scientific as that of professor child it is to be hoped that some pupil of his may complete the task in his sense if indeed he has left it unfinished end of introduction recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c